So this video that we're about to watch is on how men are jealous of women because they have such an easy time getting sexual access in the dating market. Let's watch and I'll get your reaction at the end. In a recent video featuring street interviews with women, one question asked how many partners is a woman likely to have had by the time she's 30? Answers amongst the women varied. Some said 15, some said 10, and then there were also higher estimations, 20, 30, even 50. If you haven't seen that video yet, I'll put a link down below. Now, these women's answers created a very strong reaction. Lots of men were not pleased. I thought one particular comment was extremely insightful, and I want to read it to you now. I know why most men are angry. It's because most of us don't even get the chance to get numbers as close to females. The majority of females have it so much easier when it comes to dating and having sex, and men, we have to be sexually frustrated and deal with rejection, loneliness, depression, and we have to deal with that for years. The truth is, nobody has the balls to just say this. Why else would you even care about how many sex partners a stranger has had? Nobody really cares. I agree with him. I think that he is 100% right. It is not the only reason. It's probably not even the primary reason. There are strong evolutionary instincts that caution men against partnering up with women who have slept with lots of men in the past, and I will be doing a video on that in the future. But I absolutely agree with this comment, that one of the main reasons men seem to get angry at promiscuous women is because of jealousy. Sex means so much to men. Now, I believe in sexual empowerment for men. I think male sexuality is beautiful, it's normal, it's healthy, and we should be looking to express it. There's nothing wrong with male sexuality. But it can't be denied that a lot of men feel their own sexuality as something of a curse. Sexual expression is this need that men have inside themselves, this powerful energy that they don't have that much control over. You don't have to act on it, but you can't just turn off your sexuality. You have biological triggers inside your body that induce you to be sexually attracted to lots of women. You are incentivized as a man to be promiscuous. From a biological point of view, men are desperate to be sexually intimate with women all of the time. But our reality, our cultural context does not allow for that. I think if a lot of guys were honest, if you asked them to describe their ideal life, it would look something like this. They could walk up to a girl, any girl that they see just walking along the street, tap her on the shoulder and say, want to have sex with me? And she would say yes. That's what most men want their life to look like. But that is not reality. That is not the reality of men. But the thing is, that kind of is the reality for women. I want to play you a clip. This is a conversation that I had with a woman on this particular topic. You know that sort of sitcom trope, like that constant running gag about men are afraid of commitment and women are just trying to get married as early as possible. I don't know how it's been for you, but through my 20s, I didn't really see a lot of evidence for that. I saw a lot of guys really keen to lock down a girl and a lot of women actually very reluctant to commit, possibly because they knew they had so many options, like women are constantly bombarded with male attention, whereas the guy maybe feels like, oh my God, the first girl to pay attention to me in a year, I've got to make sure that this one lasts. Is, does that resonate with what you've seen as well? Yeah, definitely. I actually, um, I agree with that and I think that, um, yeah, like guys I've met and, and dated, they are, you know, more like my ex of a few years um, has still, it's been like four years or something since we were dating and still hasn't like met someone. It, it must be harder for guys, like definitely. So yeah, for us, it's just like a lot easier, like Tinder or something. Seems like you have some sympathy for the male plight and how hard it is in the dating market. I can, I can, yeah. Well, my boyfriend now, like, he, he didn't have a girlfriend before me at all. And, um, and I've had 
a handful of boyfriends. So he was a bit intimidated by that. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was just interesting. We were like at opposite ends like that, but we were still, yeah. That was just a small segment. We had a much longer conversation and she was awesome to talk to. Kind, friendly, intelligent, attractive. I think she was probably a high quality woman. Obviously, I don't know her very well, but I really enjoyed interacting with her. I've got the full conversation available on my Patreon for people who want to see that. But what she says is absolutely correct when she says that it must be harder for guys. Her ex-boyfriend, the relationship that ended four years ago, in those four years, she's moved on, but he still hasn't found a replacement girlfriend. Her current boyfriend, even though she's had multiple relationships, she is his first relationship. The difference in the dating market between men and women, particularly with regards to access to sex, is black and white. It is night and day. Lots of guys would give their left testicle to have the kind of sexual access that most women have. So why talk about this? I mean, is this likely to change? Well, on an individual level, yes. If you do the work and you become a high quality man, then guaranteed your options will expand and your access to sex will increase. However, don't get your hopes up because even the supremely high status man is still not going to have access to the kind of sexual abundance that women do. It is so easy for women to have sex. If a woman wanted to sleep with 10 guys in a day, like she just wakes up and goes, yeah, I feel like doing that today. She can absolutely do that. That is 100% achievable. Men and women in this regard are basically living on different planets. So on an individual level, you can improve things for yourself somewhat, but there are lots of guys who just won't do the work. Frankly, they're not up to the task. And so the question is, is this likely to change on a more widespread collective social level? Can I envisage a future where men suddenly ascend in the dating market and the gender roles are reversed and suddenly men have the same kind of sexual access that is currently enjoyed by women? Is that likely? No, of course not. That's not going to happen because as I've explained in my other videos, the way the dating market is, is partly because of social constructs, but primarily it's biological. That's not going to change. But if this is not going to change, why talk about it? Why am I bothering to even do this video? Honestly, the answer is just to increase awareness. Now this is an educational channel, but I'll be the first to admit that part of what I do here is activism. I am an advocate for men in the dating market. and. Forgive the strength of my words here, but I actually find it pretty disgraceful how little awareness there is from the wider society of the struggles and difficulties that men face with regards to sexuality and dating. Not to get too conspiratorial, but sometimes it seems as though there is a vested interest in not listening to men's struggles, in not listening to men's pain. When it comes to dating and sexuality, men do get a really raw deal, but nobody wants to hear about that. Nobody wants to listen to this story of victimhood and give them any kind of validation of this injustice. Part of me wonders if that's because there are vested interests that want men to continue to work, to continue to struggle, to continue to contribute. And perhaps if men realize that there's no reward waiting for them, that there's never gonna be any thanks for all their sacrifice and struggle, or maybe they're not gonna participate as keenly as they were back when they were deluded. But that's me giving expression to some of my more cynical thoughts. The other part of me very much believes that we are moving in the positive direction. The channels like this and how popular these videos are, are part of a movement towards increasing our understanding and empathy for men and their unique struggles when it comes to dating. And that all signs are actually positive that society is making room to finally listen to how difficult this has been. So what's the end goal here? What are we trying to achieve? Well, 
We want men to improve themselves, to become the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be, so that they can carve out a more advantageous position in the dating market. But that's sort of my goal for men. For women, my goal is more compassion. I want women to understand what it's like to be a man and to navigate these particular difficulties. I would like to encourage more compassion from women, more understanding, more empathy. I would like women to be aware that they have a privileged position in the dating market. And there's, I've no interest in taking that away from them. That's biologically gifted to you. That's one of your privileges. Men have plenty of privileges in the other areas. This is just how it balances out. But if women showed that they had some understanding of their own privileged position, then maybe they could show some compassion to men who are struggling in this particular area. Being a man and having this supercharged sexuality is not easy, especially in a culture where men have very little means to express that sexuality, where more often than not, it is demonized. So if there are any women out there watching this video, and I know that there are some of you, it's a very small portion of my audience, but you do exist, I just want to say thank you. I don't make content at all for women. Unashamedly, this is a channel for men. I give advice to men. Yet here you are, a woman, using your time to listen to me, to listen to men's struggles. Of all the things that you could be doing right now, you are here trying to understand the perspective of men. You're here listening to the challenges, listening to the pain of men. And I think I speak for most guys when I say that effort that you're putting in right now, that's really appreciated. The fact that you take the time to try and listen to the male experience and to sympathize really means a lot. I really appreciate it. You know, it's like the woman that I showed from the clip earlier. She showed understanding and compassion for the difficulties associated with being a man. And that's awesome. I, I hope there are more women out there like her, and I hope there are more women out there like you. I hope that content on this topic becomes more and more popular, and what we're seeing is the beginning of a wave where more and more women are made aware of what this is like. Because to me, this difficulty with dating and sexuality, this is like the untold story of the West. This is the the dirty secret that we still haven't aired out into the mainstream. And I'm not saying that this should be a one-way street where it's only women making an effort to understand things from the male perspective. The vice versa is absolutely true as well. Both genders should be proactively working to try and understand the world from the other person's perspective. We need that understanding, we need that empathy to see things from new points of view. I sincerely believe that a large part of the culture war and this sort of aggression that you see between both genders is due to a lack of understanding and that if we just had more information and just admitted to ourselves that men and women are different then we could reduce so much pain suffering and confusion that is my primary goal i want to reduce suffering and i sincerely believe that the way forward is an increase in compassion empathy and understanding so for everybody listening if that's your goal as well we're on the same team and i just want to say thank you I'm just wondering in what ways you're expecting a woman or wanting a woman to show compassion towards a man um, and in order to acknowledge that, it, it, I mean, yeah, it's obvious that men want to be having sex all the time. And uh, in biology, women want to be only having sex only like maybe one or two days a month. Like, so I'm just wondering how then a woman can show compassion towards a man during those times where she's absolutely not interested? Three, three different ways. So the first is I think women need to be a lot more conscious of how they reject the sexual advances of men. Mm. There's a huge demonization of male sexuality. It's, oh, he only wanted sex. Dude, that's his biology. 
show some compassion. He thought you were pretty, he wanted to talk to you. That's the first thing. The second thing that I think could really make a big difference is if women stopped giving bad advice to men and being dismissive when they complained about how difficult things are for them in dating. So stop saying things like, oh, just be yourself. The right girl will come along. You need, that's a very dismissive answer that doesn't take the time to actually properly empathize with what the man's going through. Dating is really hard for these guys. And for a woman, if she actually stopped and said, tell me what's, what's difficult for you? What are you finding? And this is to his pain and said, wow, that really sucks. And actually made an effort to, to show and understand what he was going through. That would be a huge step. And three, for people who are actually inside relationships, I think women need to lower their expectations for how...